The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by draftkings.com. Use the code SGP and enter the all new single game showdown contest this Thursday to compete for one million dollars top prize in the NBA finals. That's code SGP to compete for the $1 million top prize exclusively at DraftKings. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Dant, AKA the swinging database and in studio. Well, you thought I was going to go solo on you. No, no. We've had a magical week. Rick Flair's health is coming back to take over the entire fucking planet. So in studio, we got the double cheeseburger eating big Meat beaten, <laughs> hard as I hard as I possibly can most days of the week. Legendary, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh, I didn't even do the former former James Madison defensive back. And hey, look, James Madison happens to be in the news. I saw they're getting this wide receiver transfer from uh, West Virginia coming in, which is controversial because they happen to play West Virginia in Morgantown week one. So a little power play by this wide out. Oh, I forget yeah. his name off the top of my head right now, but Neil Brown coming in week one, yeah. of course, uh, Kurt Signetti uh, week one for JMU big week for both programs. JMU trying to pull a, uh, well, Houston on um, West Virginia and steal their thunder, steal their coach, steal their win, yeah. steal their player. Well, and I mean, it's, I think, so let's say if, if JMU is to somehow win this game, which I think is not out of the realm sure. with an overhaul of the system and, and just everyone that graduated from WVU. Right. Um, if JMU somehow did, I think, I mean, I just tweeted their athletic director earlier in the week. Will it hit critical mass that it's time to make the jump? How obvious is it? Let me ask you this. If North yeah. Dakota state wins yet another national championship with their third coach this year, they should have been. They they should have been thinking about theirs a long time ago. They should have been thinking about theirs a long time ago because they should be in the Mountain West <clears> Conference. Yeah, or the MAC. I'll even accept the MAC, even though I feel like the Mountain West is really. They would dominate the MAC. They would dominate the MAC. Mountain yeah. West would be fun. Ideal, perfect. Yeah, it could be like a rival for Wyoming. They would beat Wyoming at this point. They they're the better program. I feel like. I still feel like Wyoming though has moments. Yeah, One, six and six last not a year. Terrible team. Yeah, not a terrible team. They they win every now in and then. In Laramie's a tough. The altitude's really high. But I think North Dakota wouldn't come into the uh, Mountain West and struggle. I think they'd come in and be competitive. Pretty. Oh, pretty, definitely. Yeah. But I I, was, I thought you were gonna say well, I was, uh, win it. And I was like, well, there's Fresno, Boise, and yeah. San Diego State. They might and be Utah like. State. Uh, they might be in that a hair below. They might be in that Utah State kind of uh, air. 
I mean, they won 11 games last year. Patty C who Utah state or uh, yeah. Yeah. They I mean that, that I was thinking that might even be a little high for them. But San Diego state, San Diego state yeah. could be like right yeah. where they are. Okay. Oh, they got to do it. If they do it this year, look, we just dive right in on the college experience, dive right in start talking FCS football. You guys should be excited. Good FCS football. Not the ones on the, on the old ACC and SEC schedules. Um, with the exception of Duke at North Carolina A&T. How you do? How you doing, pal? How was your week? Interesting. Yeah. I've got some good stalker tips uh, that I, I could share. Okay. I don't know if we want to air those, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, that you think about yours. I'm going to think well, about mine. Well, I tell you, I, <laughs> I went to the bar the other day. Let me, let me just say this. If you commit to, to stalking, right? Boy, you can, you can find out anything you want. The internet is a magical place. So it is pretty crazy and, it, and it's fucking scary. I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say this on there either. <laughs> um, uh, it was basically just doing some data research, <laughs> uh, <laughs> deep sea diving, if you will. Um, but I was at the bar the other day yeah. uh, and I had a busy week. So I, I, I didn't really go to a bar, the bar to get drunk. Yeah. I literally went to like get a, some Buffalo wings and have a beer and then come back home and go to sleep. Yeah. I go to this bar who, by the way, which is great because I was at this bar like two weeks ago, probably like 12 days ago. So wait, does this relate to this? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The data mining. But what's great is it was, it was called a different name. And then 12 days later or 10 days later, I went and it was a different name. Okay. And like they redid the whole fucking place. Right. So I went like, I was like a whole new experience. In I was the like, I was just here like fucking 10 days ago. It <laughs> right. was nothing like this. So that even that has you weird a little bit, right. but that place was packed, which was not <laughs> 10 days ago. It was a ghost town. So it almost <laughs> seemed like a dream. Right. Right. So I go there, I'm eating some Buffalo wings, grabbing a, grabbing a, a, a brew dog. Shout out to brew dog. Hey, um, and a woman sits next to me. This place is packed. So I understand that the, like what, there's seating an open, is an open bar know, stool is an open bar stool. That's true. She sits next to me. We start talking, chatting it up. And she's from uh, Iowa, but cornfields. Yes. I, I should have. I didn't even go sports on her. Didn't yeah. even go sports on her. Didn't really tell her a lot about myself. Besides the fact that I grew up on the East coast. Right. And then I'm out here for the arts, but right. That didn't stop. So, so she, she explains to me <laughs> things she's, unfolding. Yes, she's retired. <laughs> uh, just re- she re so about 30 years ago, she lived in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Well, she if you guys don't know Santa Barbara, it's, it's like the most beautiful place on the planet. It's amazingly beautiful. Like all the buildings are like white stone. It's like super nice, but like it's a bunch of very rich white people. <laughs> That's what Santa Barbara is. That's true. Scott, our, our buddy that this intro music that you heard on the college experience uh, is a, is a pal of ours that used to do. Well, first off uh, a, a vet been to Afghanistan yeah. a few times. Oh, is he Marine? Hell of a good guy. Army. Army. Yeah. Um, and then he happy also, Veterans Day by the way. Yeah, happy uh, Memorial Day. Memorial Day, Jeez, a <laughs> fucking flip. Well, Scotty, you made it out alive. Yeah, so salute guy, to you, to my guy Scotty, man. Love that guy. Anyway, so Scotty was also a bodyguard for Oprah Winfrey. That's right. Also a bodyguard for a few other. Uh, actually, let's just go down the story hole before I get to. Before I get to my bar yeah, experience, let's go down another uh, another little yes, tangent here. Yeah, we're going deep. Yeah. We're going deep sea diving here. <laughs> here we go. Uh, Scott, the, I always love this one. Scotty 
was security with a gun <laughs> for Michael Moore. And that's what's great is they had to be really keep that on the hush because Michael Moore, I, I'm not, I'm not a big Michael Moore fan, uh, Patty C. Okay. Um, and he, he looks like the mother and Goonies first off. <laughs> <laughs> he does. But, uh, he always says this, like he's always anti-gun and the irony here is that Scotty yeah. had to carry a gun right. while he's strapping while like, and, and Scotty was, he's up, hired in, by yeah, he was up in Michigan Yeah, at his like lake house in Michigan. I forget where the fuck in Michigan, but uh, Scotty actually fell asleep behind. So Scotty fell asleep. Like nothing was happening at this fucking cabin apparently. Yeah. And, and uh, Scotty fell asleep behind the wheel, like parked parked. Yeah. 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 Outside okay. of the house. About to say, geez, but he wakes up and like the front door's wide open. Right. <laughs> so Scotty comes rolling in, right. Uh-huh. Gun out, gun drawn, going around the house. <laughs> yeah. Turns out it was just a cleaning crew. <laughs> oh man. Right. <laughs> Scotty got fired from that gig. But the <laughs> irony here, and what's amazing was that this Mr. Anti-Gun demanded that Scotty and, and, and the other guy working the job car- was carrying guns. So the, yeah. the, I ask yourself. Oh, the hypocrisy. Uh, exactly. Isn't that, isn't the irony there? Yes. Isn't that uh, hilarious? Oh, yeah. You know, it's always until. Uh, until it's you on the line. Right. right? Exactly. Exactly. But uh, anyway, okay. So I'm at the bar. Let's mm-hmm. come back to the other story. I just like that story about Scotty got fired. Some woman, poor woman's trying to vacuum. Probably some immigrants trying to vacuum. <laughs> and she gets drawn a gun down drawn. on her. <laughs> um, a laser. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just the guy. I mean, he's probably panicking because you, when you wake up out of a stupor, you're yeah. like, "Holy shit! The front right. door is <laughs> fucking wide open." He's got some good stories. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get him on one of these days. Yeah. Um. So I'm at the bar. And I don't know how the fuck we started talking about that story, but, uh, oh yeah, she retired in Santa Barbara. Oh, so, so she lived there 30 years ago, but now she retired there. And, uh, and she, she had told me that, uh, her, her father had passed away a few months ago, which I said, uh, my condolences. She said, yeah, it's been really tough, you know, and, and she's going on the spiel about her, her, you know, her mother's not doing so well. Right. Uh, and, and I said my condolences and stuff. And I even, I think, cheers to my, uh, I was drinking. Uh, Pour one out for her homies. I, I did. I did. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just showed a little respect. But I mean, this is a girl. That, and then she goes on to tell me, like, oh, I'm going, to, why, why are you? Because I said, why are you in LA? And she's like, it's my uh, gra- uh, someone's like, grand, great, great granddaughter. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> she tells me she's there for some high school graduation. Yeah. Or some fucking the granddaughter, I think maybe. Sure. I don't know if it's granddaughter. It might have been. I don't know. I don't know the fucking connection. We don't know what the fuck we're yeah. talking about. This is the college experience. <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that she goes on to tell me she's fifty nine years old. She retired, but but with her father passing recently, that she's going to be inheriting like fucking uh, hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, not just her, her family. Yeah. And and I'm just like oh. She's like, yeah, it's getting ugly between one brother. She tells me one brother's kind of trying to like, and you know, it makes me glad that I don't come from money. Cause I hear this shit all yeah, the time. One brother's trying to basically strong arm the rest of the family. Yeah. Now, uh, while this is happening, then I get a little like, uh, you know, I, I I'm done with my, my wings. I'm done with <laughs> my, my beverage. And I, I, I gotta go home. Like I'm waking up early in the morning and yeah. then she makes it known <laughs> that, uh, She's staying at the Fairmont Hotel in Santa Monica. 
And that I'm welcome to come back there. <laughs> Did you catch her age? Yeah, she told me she was 59 years old. <laughs> 59 years old. And I didn't ask like how old are you. She volunteered that information. All right. And was, uh, it offended me. It, honestly, as I walked home, I was really offended. <laughs> Although I was like, part of me was like, well, Kobe, she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Why don't you? What are you doing? The, your inner businessman. Uh, go to the go to the Fairmont Hotel. Right. Right. On but I'm not shoulder. a money driven guy, Patty. See, right. as you know. Or if not, I, I think my, my stand-up career can validate that. <laughs> um, however, uh, I, I, I was kind of offended actually more than anything, because as I was walking back home, I was like, wait, she thought that I, I was just trying to be no, friendly. No, well, let me, let me just, and uh, I'm not, I'm a guy in his mid thirties. Look, <laughs> let me, let me just push back on you here a little bit here. Colton. <laughs> Please do. You know, they say that men age like wine. And women age like milk. Okay. I love old milk. <laughs> I love I'm old milk. Around. I'm fucking around. <laughs> no, I will say that uh, a woman with some experience in uh, underrated, vastly underrated in our society. Like, are you talking sexually right now? Or what are you talking about? Just in life? Life. Okay. But yes. Sexually. I love that. It's like <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. And uh, you talk about my performance. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> and uh, bad Santa. He's like, uh, uh, John Vader sits and I was like, let's talk about your performance. And, and Billy Bob Thornton's like, what you mean sexually? <laughs> and, and John Vader's like, no, not at all. What are you talking about? Like, They're a good combo. Yeah, They're dude, a sling blade a together too. Great, great movie, man. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh yeah. Well, both life and sexually, like they just, you know, give you an example. I hope my uh, girlfriend here is not listening. <laughs> maybe I don't deep sea dive yeah, too. Maybe don't deep. Sea, maybe don't blow Either your way. fucking cover and get in an argument and miss a couple episodes of the podcast. <laughs> All right, just saying that you know, buying lunch sometimes goes underappreciated with a younger lady. Whereas uh, not only does whereas that a woman get, with hundreds of millions of dollars right, <laughs> not only appreciates that, but buys you lunch sometimes. You know, I got to be honest. The, the positive side of my brain when I was walking home was thinking of like, do I go to the Fairmont Hotel? Because I could probably be eating sandwiches forever. Not just normal sandwiches, <laughs> not like pastrami. I'm talking about like shark sandwiches. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could eat some fucking great white, some illegal fucking fish in, in, in America. You know what I mean? <laughs> Endangered some I could species. Eat some dolphin. I could be an asshole that goes hunting in the fucking, right. you know. Be Jimmy uh, John's guy. Yeah, Jimmy John's. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking out in the middle shooting. Rhinos and shit. Yeah, just grabbing a horn to bring it home, put it on my mantle. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to do, I'm trying to scumbag, trying to scumbag up here, Patty. See exactly. You know what I mean? I haven't scumbagged up in a while. I was thinking about that's what's the last true. true scumbag moment. You're for me? scumbagging right now. I look at your face and all I, I can know, think but, is that's but, a fucking piece of shit <laughs> right there. But when's the last time I truly scumbagged? I don't know. I'm not keeping track of your scumbag. Uh, for one, first I you fucking think assume it's most nights of the week. No, if I truly scumbagged, I would have went to the Fairmont Hotel. And right now, you, you, we'd probably be doing this via satellite, and we I'd are, be in fucking Bora Bora. All right, <laughs> we are lacking some of our old uh, adventure. We need to like bring I it need back. To spice around. it up. I haven't scumbagged it in a while. I did buy a girl a drink last night, and then I, I well, actually, I, I, it was a kind of an accident. Yeah, I, the, I'm buying a drink at this art show. Yeah. I'm, I'm sophisticated. We're going to talk about sports. I'm sophisticated, point. Patty C. You're going to an art show. I, I'm buying a, I'm buying a, a beverage. Yeah. And the guy who happens to be emceeing the event, this is a very busy venue, yeah. happens to say the bartender's birthday is today. So I buy this guy a beer. Yeah. Behind the bar. Sure. 
And I promise we're going to talk about mathematically. I don't understand how, cause I, I was also with a friend. So I bought like what I thought was three beers. I ended up with like five. Yeah. So I had two extra. So I was like, man, that one girl was hot and walked past me before. And she kind of smiled at me. Yeah. I go up to her. I give her the beer. And then she speaks Portuguese and I go, uh, I'm in love. Hey, well, I didn't know. I, she didn't know how to speak English. So Even my, better. my game didn't yeah, your do game anything. Doesn't translate she just got a free beer. And literally like, translate. I was like, hey, how are you doing? I just did an interview with Mike Leach, right? <laughs> and then she just said, "Not impressed." She wants some Portuguese uh, gibberish. Whoever the fuck. The welcome, point. welcome to the college experience. What the fuck are we talking about, Patty? <laughs> I could have been with a fifty-nine-year-old woman. I could have got season tickets. All I'm saying is I've gone older game. quite a bit in my life, and it 59? is fucking great. I'm never. She's gone like two quite years away from social when security. When I was twenty-three, though, or twenty-two or twenty-three, I found myself making out with a fifty-two-year-old in the bar. And I, you know what? She was a smoke show. One of my favorite. She was stories. a little leathery, but one, one of my favorite. We're just gonna go down memory lane before we dive. Dude, into let's sports. do some fucking Hold sports. On. Okay. One of my favorite stories was credit card roulette on your birthday. I think it was. Okay. We're getting hammered. We didn't see Patty C all day. Yeah. And me and like seven other friends are getting. Oh, I showed up halfway through completely that. Completely bombed. I won an eighty dollar game of poker early in the morning with these same fucking idiots. <laughs> I was and there the, for that too. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then, I, and then I, so I got out of credit card roulette, but I, I, I still got half the uh, drinks later because I, I came halfway through. Was it Hogan then? You talking about Shore Club? I don't remember where it was at because we were fucking completely bit. It was at Shore Club. Yeah. But I'm saying somebody showed up. Who had barely been there? Yeah, and credit card roulette fell on them. Oh, that wasn't me. I think it might, it might have been, been Wadden. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm fucking all this up. <laughs> I thought it was you. I thought it was you. All I know is I came there and I saw Brent get stuck with like a six hundred thirty dollar fucking bill. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Someone got hit with like something, and we we tried to say like, don't enter your card in this, and he's like, no, I want it in, <laughs> and right? Then and then boom, he'd been there for like thirty minutes, and he paid for like seven hundred dollars. Yeah, credit card roulette's for fucking idiots. <laughs> I hated that game. Everyone else loved it. Uh, all right, buddy. NBA Finals. What the hell's going on? All right, what do we got? We got, lo and behold, Golden State for the fifth time in a row. Trying to win number four out of five. Trying to or what, winning? Or will be winning number four out of five <laughs> and what should be five out of five in what is probably realistically the most fu- dominant five-year stretch in the last 50 years or more. I'm on board. Point. I'm on board. I mean, like I told you, it's weird. I don't hate this team. Yeah. And that's strange because uh, the... The you know I don't like dynasties I guess sure Colby Sowers on winning <laughs> pretty quickly I, I didn't mind the Niners in the nineties oh I hated the fucking Niners really Joe Joe Verrated is what uh, my family's oh I was I wanted to ask you about this okay we're going off topic again but David Carr former first round or first pick of the draft from Fresno State yes. not Derek Carr yeah David Carr said that Joe Montana is the most <laughs> overrated he did not have him in his top ten quarterbacks of all time I think it might have been top it was top 10 or top 20. It's tough to say, man, dude, but he said that he was a product of the system came in at the right time. And I'm like, damn, David Carr saying this, right? <laughs> Bold fucking statement <laughs> here. Here's, you know, and this is a perfect fucking segue is Joe Montana. Although it's, it's, it's different, but it's, it's still a guy that could be characterized. Everyone in the universe is going to piss on me for saying this could be characterized as a little bit of a system quarterback. You know, 
My right thing place, is this. right time. I'm Bill Walsh push back here. He killed at Notre Dame. Joe Montana is a great quarterback. Straight and up. And with He's the game on the line, winner. it was always money. I mean, yeah. that pump fake against Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah throw yeah. in. And then how about this? If he beat out Steve Young every year. Right. Hey, Tom Brady or fucking Joe Montana is great in the same way that Tom Brady is. He does he benefit from a great coach? Of course. Yeah. But and is stay, he a great quarterback in his own but, right? Yes. But here's where I differ, and I, I you could argue that Montana, in a way, we saw Montana be very good outside of the Niners system. He took the it Chiefs okay. deep. Would they go AFC Championship? I think so. Maybe divisional round. But he had a great year that year. I think he was good. Big time comebacks that year. Yeah. Willie Davis touchdown in the corner of the beat end the zone. fucking Steelers. Although that was bullshit. I remember. The- <laughs> Ball skipped off the ground in the divisional round, or maybe it was the wild card against the Steelers. And that's they called, what I that's called what it a completion because there's no fucking instant replay at the but time. Dude, I mean, tell me, going through these Twitter old school videos, how many bad calls are we seeing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was thank God they brought back instant replay. Well, I, I was one like last year. I feel like if you would ask me, I'm like, dude, there's too many replays. They should just get rid of it. Yeah. And then I start watching these old NFL films things, right. and I'm like, ah. Maybe, maybe we keep. They it. need to have it, but they don't need to go so deep into these rules where, like, you have possession of the ball, but if you don't take two steps yeah. and like yeah, roll yeah. over and like, let's be honest, all those calls, kiss the ground, and all those calls were catches. The Des Bryant to the Calvin Johnson to yeah, fucking uh, they Safari had Jenkins. Yeah, right. yeah, that's all you need: possession yeah. and your feet to touch the ground. Heath Miller, that shit was a touchdown. Right. Yeah, or some body part that would otherwise make you down, like. You know. Okay, but uh, so uh, David Carr made that statement, and I thought pretty hilarious. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, obviously. Uh, he also had his brother in the top three quarterbacks in the league last year. Clearly, uh, top three. Clearly, should think about. Well, he's thinking about his family, so good for him. No, but here's my segue. He is thinking about his. <laughs> yeah, he's thinking about his family's investment and his own money. Um, but um, Bart Starr. At oh, one point, man, was maybe considered a bit of a system guy. Rest in peace, right now. You know, you got rest in rest in paradise, rest in power, as yes. uh, Colby D. Yes, as once once Bart said. Bart Star, look, I know you want to talk about a system guy, uh, but he led the the NFL in uh, uh, quarterback efficiency, yeah. completion percentage. Uh, I think like five or six years in a stretch there. Yeah, Bart Star's a G. Yeah. Rock the one, anyone, any quarterback that rocks the one, one bar face mask at times where in times where you could actually hit the quarterback. Yeah. You are better He's than a true. Uh, I'm going to go ahead general. and said, I'm going to go ahead and say this. This is going to be, you're better than Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Right. In in certain ways. Because certainly. you are a fucking real athlete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not. He doesn't kidding. need no P90X or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It's all about pliability. <laughs> Thanks Tom. Go kiss your son for five minutes or, um, or, or Peyton Manning. Eh. They're holding our receivers. Change yeah. the rules. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, Bart fucking star, from what I understand, sure was the three R's in a cloud of dust power sweep thing that uh, Lombardi was doing. Super effective and capable of winning by itself. Yeah, that's the level of discipline he instilled in that team. But clearly, a team is going to benefit from being able to counter off of that and throw the ball around a little bit and really just run their plays crisply and efficiently, which a guy like star clearly became to the point where I've had some discussions online where I was, you know, <laughs> calling star out as a system quarterback. And some, some of the older heads were like, dude, I hear what you're saying, but you're fucking wrong. Like yeah, in his later years and later into that dynasty, he was the, he orchestrated the fuck out of that offense. Like 
he made that system go and, and made it so much easier for them to run the ball, you know, um, because he was so great. And then by the way, if you're not uh, uh hip, uh, Bart Starr passed away to uh, earlier today. Yeah. Rest in peace. That's like a guy. Years to old. Me. That's like yeah. to me, like for, for, for people with the college experience, if you don't know who Bart Starr is, I'm trying very politely to say, to not say go fuck yourself, but yeah. uh, it's pretty much. Yeah. 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 Uh, but it t- t- it's like saying, you don't know who Johnny Unitas is. It's, it's yeah. almost Which, on that. It's pretty much on that level. I almost got to that point right there is my father still to this day, I think probably will tell you that. Unitas is that Unitas is, is, is his best quarterback of all yeah. time. Well, I don't, I can't argue it. You know, he's right there in my top few. I, I feel like at the top of most sports, you know, unless there's someone that's just proven themselves to be the best, you have, you have a conversation about who might be the best. And in my mind, yeah, Unitas is among that group. Right on. And star in that fucking conversation, a hair behind Unitas, probably from an individual accolade standpoint, a little more accomplished, but uh, from a team winning standpoint, you got to give it to star. Yeah. Star, star definitely was a, was a baller. So that, which brings us to like, why do you think, that the that the Warriors will beat the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about dynasties, um, they're going to beat the Raptors. Well, here's let me let me let me think about this. We 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 chatted about this online a little bit. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Now I'm a I'm a big Spurs fan, and so call it bias, right? Which it is, but there's also some truth in being a Spurs fan and seeing. Th- seeing that series for what it was a few years back that most people who wrote them off didn't see. And that's the Spurs whipped their ass two out of the three regular season games by 20 or more points. And then the third game, which they lost kind of down the stretch, they also led by 20, right? So it's not like the war and and the Warriors overtook them like sometime late in the third quarter. And then pulled away. This wasn't last year. It's a few years ago. It was like three years ago. I want to say this was the last time that Kawhi and the Spurs were good. Okay, so I guess this was two years ago, not this year, not last year, but the year before when they played in the Western Conference Finals, ended up getting swept by the Warriors and obviously Kawhi getting hurt in game one when they were up 25. So that would have been, that was the fourth game that year out of the four games that they had played up to that point that the Spurs had a 20 some odd point lead on uh, those champion Warriors Mm -hmm. and in that third game, they were up 25. Obviously, Kawhi goes out. That's an 18 point, uh, 18 straight points that the Warriors score, come back and win the game at the buzzer, 113, 111. Um, Which they do a lot now, by the way. Yeah. Warriors are down like 20 the whole they game. They just like decide to flex when they want. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, now, uh, Curry put in 19 in the uh, third quarter of that game, and Durant finished with 34 and really put through in the fourth quarter for him. So. With Durant out and with Kawhi in, even though the Spurs are clearly a better coach team and, you know, probably move the ball around a little better, not a ton more talented than the, uh, if at all, than those, uh, in fact, Danny Green's on the fucking Raptors as part of them, um, who was a Spur back then. So it's just going to be interesting, especially without Durant early in this series. I, I, I'm still on the opinion. I know we clash on this. Yeah. I think they're better without Durant. I don't, I don't necessarily disagree with you on that. I think that they're just as capable. They're going to win either way. <laughs> I yeah. think that's what it is. Uh, I'm just saying that the ball, like 
It does. Their, their system is like uh, it's beautiful to watch without right. Durant. Yeah, uh, Durant's a little more of an isolation player. I mean, and, and he's I think, amazing. Don't get me wrong, but he's the best scorer yeah. in the league. Maybe maybe Harden could have an argument there, but um, Durant has the capability to score from any position on the floor. So let me ask you this: no matter who's guarding him, DraftKing wise, um, you see like except for maybe Kawhi. And who could you see being like a low value guy that could be very good in this, in this uh, series, this finals series here? Like, I mean, what's his name is going to jump off every time. Uh, Iguodala, you know, Iguodala is like, to me, the, I, I, I love the people the talk about Kawhi matchup. Play. I love the Iguodala matchup on Kawhi. That's true. That's something that I hadn't even fucking considered. Yeah. Uh Dell is to me like one of the more underrated players in this run. Yeah. Might be the most. Yeah, you're right. You could argue Draymond a little bit there. But yeah, sure. But I will say Iguodala, even though Draymond gets a lot of hype. Iguodala uh, defended LeBron James very, very well. Iguodala, yeah, yeah, has the has the exact kind of physical makeup to give Kawhi a fit. A little bit of yeah. a struggle there and take him out of his game a little bit. Um who else is a player that? Um, well, in that Portland series, I don't know that Golden State's going to reach this deep on the bench, but they went pretty deep on that bench when Iguodala was out and uh, obviously Durant was out. So they 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 switched all around. By the way, I am enjoying this uh, beautiful rum and cherry coke out of a of our our gals, San Diego State. Very nice. Our gals. What about your cup? What do we got? We got major. We got in the major mud. Oh, he's on a cup. He's hit it big. He's, he's got hit it the, big. Uh, you can follow the major mug on major mug, major mud on Instagram at the major mud, by the way, see what I'm doing. I got a dog page on Instagram. Never thought it would get there. You're that guy. I am that guy. You know how he's I got proud it? Proud pop. Uh, you know how I got it, buddy? How'd you get it? Besides loving my dog. <coughs> yeah. Being a great dog owner. Being a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, I talked to a girl. Mm-hmm. That told me she gets paid. At, at, she she's done so many posts on her dog that she she's she legit gets has monetized yeah. her fucking dog. Unbelievable! And I, and I was like, "You telling me I can make money?" Off of it? And she was even saying like she was she saw mud and said he he looks very like the world's abstract. a weird place, man. Abstract, right? Well, the different color eyes, yeah, yeah. and just the ears and like he's, he's a mutt. He's got like different style of animals. He's a handsome him. fucking guy. He is a very handsome. No guy. one gives a fuck about Major Mud on here. Oh, come on! I Follow think, the Major Mud. I think he should have fans though. He he deserves fans. <laughs> he does. He's that good looking. He's got a guy. bigger dick than you. Well, that's not saying that much, but. <laughs> Okay. Red rocket. Okay. But who do you got? Who okay. You got well, someone? let's the Raptors yeah. probably have the more compelling, you know, contributors. I like Van, Van, Van fleet. I, by the way, Freddy. if you know me, yeah. you know, I'm a mid major guy. Love the Wichita state teams where my boy, Freddie Van fleet. Yeah. Was, was, was taking them deep into the tournament. The shakas. Oh man. Well, let's look at some stats here. Freddie Van fleet. Six points per game for the playoffs. Huge game five at Milwaukee. You think he had dropped like 20? Is that right? Something like that. I'm drinking. <laughs> hey, oh, uh, let's see who, who's it? Like Pascal Siakam is the number two score on this team for the playoffs at 18.7. Uh, quiet 31. He's really turned into like he's, but, but that's not going to happen with Iguodala. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Here, here's what I will fucking counter with. As a Spurs fan, I can easily, I can say this with no like bias. 
when they were playing that game one a few years back against Golden State, okay, it looked to me like he was scoring at will, and that's why they were up twenty. Did they put Iguodala on him? I question. don't know, but every time he would go down court, he'd because I think back then they had Duncan. They had I think people strategy, talk about Clay Thompson a little different. Did they did they still have Duncan then? Yeah. Okay. I think the strategy. I mean, I'm not saying Iguodala wasn't guarding him. That's certainly possible. Yeah. But it, I think strategy could have been a lot different. Well, they had Parker too, and they yeah, had like Ginobili, oh, Ginobili, and yeah. Danny Green. Yeah, a lot of players. Yeah. So maybe those Spurs were better than this Raptors team. Um, probably. Yeah. But Serge Ibaka, fucking Marcus Saul. Uh, give me, give me a low value play. I'm gonna put in your your DFS lineup. You know what? Yeah. Danny Green. Okay. Danny fucking Green has. I think do think he's got that little clutch gene. I think he's yeah he's a got a little player. Robert Ory in him. Kind of underrated. Yeah. Let there be some matchup problems. Let Clay Thompson or uh, whoever the fuck is going to guard um, or Iguodala have a hard time guarding Kawhi, which you would think they would, and let them have to double down and put Danny Green open on the perimeter. What do you do? Like fucking six threes that one. Uh, and didn't he have like twenty five threes that series? Wasn't like, he uh, Finals know. MVP? Uh, what? No, he no. should have been <laughs> through like the first four games of Finals the season. MVP, they're going to retire his jersey like Bruce <laughs> Bowens, right? <laughs> the fuck is that? All right. Um, but let me ask you this. Is there a player that is overvalued that you think could struggle? And I can tell you, you know, my answer. Who's that? I think Kawhi. Well, they are going to be, there is a lot of pressure on him. I'm just saying with the uh, Dalla potentially guarding him. Yeah. I think that could be a overvalued. Uh, so on, on the DraftKings, you know, getting the, high price player that you think is going to keep dropping 35 a game. I think it might go down to 26 a game. Yeah. You got a point. You know who I think it's going to be? Who's that? Steph Curry. He's been on fire since, since, since what's his name has been out since uh, Durant's been out. He has He's been fucking killing. But it. who does, who does Kawhi typically guard when he plays the Warriors? Is it clay? Is it Durant? Obviously would be like an option you would think, or is it Steph? And if it's Steph, could it be Draymond, no, it could be Draymond too. But I feel like from a perimeter I, I think defense, might, uh, the way Draymond's been kind of running like point forward, you might maybe. you might put him on Draymond. Maybe, maybe it'd be a waste to have Kawhi running around chasing. Uh, uh, I think Curry. it would hurt his endurance for the offensive sure. side of the ball. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, Curry does sprint around the fucking perimeter all game, <laughs> and if he's got Iguodala guarding him, yeah. I'm loving my play. That's what's going to happen. That's I'm what's going to happen. I'm loving my play even more than to fade, uh, fade Kawhi, Kawhi. You might be right on the DFS side. They're just going to wear his ass out, and then they can't win in a seven-game series. You know, unless everyone else steps up and balls out. And then uh, here's what I think: if Kawhi can really lock down either Clay or Curry and turn this into a one-man show, Clay's pissed. Clay is pissed. He just lost thirty million dollars for not getting all NBA. I'd be pissed too. And as rich I, as that motherfucker I, is, thirty million dollars is thirty it's million. It's almost that happening almost makes you think sweep. Right. I wouldn't be shocked if it's a sweep. The fact I just that think he's gonna be laser focused this finals. Uh I actually you yeah. want a DFS play? Take Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson after being told that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. As for for a guy that like can score 36 points in a fucking quarter. Yeah. Let him get mad. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> for a guy who looks like he just smoked 15 blunts. Get that guy <laughs> mad. And like see if it doesn't fucking destroy you. Right. Yeah. We'll okay. See. Well, there we go. 
Uh, the college experience on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie, guys. Sign up over at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. You got a motto over there. You play, you win, you get paid over at MyBookie.ag. Guys, uh, uh, you know, yeah, I'm promoting this uh, this beautiful site that's a sponsor of ours, but it's Stanley Cup time. It's NBA Finals time. It's college baseball field of 64 coming. We got the lacrosse national championship. Boom. Wahoo. Wah. Oh, gosh. We got Arena Football League. It's happening as we speak. CFL's around the corner. MLS. MLB. Patty C was talking about the Nationals on a three game winning streak. He hit me with that bullshit right when you walked through the doors. I guess yeah, what, Kobe? Nationals yeah. are on a three game winning streak. They're still fourth in their fucking particular division. They're not a noteworthy team. My point is, is that <laughs> you can gamble on a lot of shit. All right, you got the Belmont Stakes coming up. You got a lot of different stuff, Patty C. Head over to mybookie.ag. Gamble your ass off. It's what's what's why you're really here. All right, you sure you want to talk to the old database? Figure out why he's such a great guy. Kind of looks like George Clooney. I get it. I get it all the time. Right? <laughs> Never gotten that one. <laughs> Not once in his life has he gotten that. <laughs> uh, so, Patty C. I know you don't want to What are we doing? Yes, exactly. My blues. You've got the blues. All right. I was listening to some miles Davis yesterday. Yeah. I'm feeling it's going to happen. Yeah. Let me tell you what. I watched a movie last night on Netflix. Days of Thunder. Ryan Reynolds, Ben Mendelsohn. I should have watched Days of Thunder. It would have been way better. Right. You said Ryan Reynolds. I was like, should have watched Days of Thunder. (laughs) You know, I think he's a decent actor. He has his moments and he's charming enough. Let me tell you this. Just friends with he and Amy. So Smart. is my asshole. Right. Hey, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't no, seen that no one civil, perform. Right. Uh, no <laughs> uh, we'll have to tell him that story later. <laughs> oh man. How have I not told that? I think we may have like a long think, time ago. I don't think ago. I have. I don't think I have. We'll, 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 we'll go deep sea diving on that one later. <laughs> Colby had a, uh, a potential. Well, who's the, uh, who's the, who's the real rapey uh, pock face Bill Cosby guy who just got off. For being rich, uh, got off literally. Hol- <laughs> Probably got off a bunch. He's the guy who jerked off in a plant. What's his name? On a plant? Yeah, he's the big Hollywood producer. Oh, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. He got off. I I, I don't pay attention. To I don't know. I think he got a far like that motherfucker had Israeli spies following around actresses. Really? That's amazing. He was paying. Jeez, man, fucking Hollywood. What the fuck? Uh, um, what the fuck are we talking about now? Uh, so what, what did you watch? Oh, I watched the movie Mississippi Grind. Oh, I, I've seen that. Ben Mendelsohn plays the exact same character he plays in Bloodline. Yes, like the, the which, little. Which, by the swindly, way, I'm a huge fan of that guy as an actor. Yeah, he's a great he actor. But one of the Star Wars recently, I thought the he was more good. I see him play the same role, the more I go, oh, okay, that's what you do. I thought Mississippi Grind was a decent movie, but I didn't think it was amazing. It went. It was a very long movie. For, it got a lot of love on the independent level. Is that right? It really did. Maybe unnecessary. I thought a little overrated. Yeah. yeah. A little overrated. Either way, in terms of uh, pure market, like uh, product placement, mm-hmm. maybe the worst I've ever seen. Maybe the worst. I think they said Woodford Reserve twenty five times. Yeah, in that movie, I but, literally but started if you counting. Take the average college experience episode. We probably mentioned Tech with Super Bowl probably seventeen times. Does that really, are we getting royalties from that? I'm saying one could we think, should. one could conclude. That's true. What if the writer really loves Woodford Reserve? 
Yeah, that's true. But there's mean, no deal. Just the writer loves Woodford Reserve. That's right. There's no hand in the pie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Either way, where the fuck? Oh, Saint, no, I Saint Louis, by the way, I guarantee you Woodford Reserve probably gave him a nice check for like 50 G's. Of course. To get in that thing. St. Louis in that movie seemed very charming little gambling town, Memphis, New Orleans. I like that little like uh, Mississippi River corridor. I did too, there. actually. It's got a St. Louis. I've been to St. Louis. Got a little less. It's got that hood reputation, kind of like Memphis. But St. Louis, I feel like gets like a little less like love than they I should like as a Louis, city. But I, they're always going to be doomed because of Nelly and because like you know they couldn't sustain a football Saint team. St. Louis, yeah, they need they need the Cardinals back. Yeah, I Big agree. Time. Big like time. a Neil Lomax man. Oh, they are like the quintessential baseball town in America, though, aren't they? They, they got a good crowd. Yeah, Boston, New crowd. York, St. Louis, Chicago, L.A. It's a good rivalry, Chicago, St. Louis. It is a fun one. Actually, yeah. you know what? Dodgers, St. St. Louis has been pretty good over the years too. San Francisco's got some good baseball up there. Dodgers, uh, St. Louis has had some good back in the eighties and I think the early nineties they had some little rumbles. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Those little powerhouses. Little rumble in the Bronx. Supposedly like really uh, nice fans though in St. Louis. Huh? The well, baseball. they got all those breweries and stuff like with Anheuser Busch is right there and shit. Yeah. They're just Midwestern charm. But anyway, my point is, is that the blues, I was thinking about it more and more since last podcast. And I thought, Hey, they're going to do it. I think you're right. Cause fuck Boston that for no other reason than that. They've already, Boston took care of Donnan. That's right. They've, they've done their part. Yeah. There is a story, you know, that you have to follow, which is why, you right. know, you should have thought about yours when you were picking Milwaukee over Toronto. It's a less, especially as it relates to the NBA, they're going to promote the product that's going to generate the most money. And the big city that that is Toronto Toronto. as opposed to Milwaukee. Right. But I didn't realize how bad Milwaukee really was. I just think the Celtics imploded. Yeah. And it gave you a a heightened opinion of Milwaukee. Yeah, because I can tell you from watching the Bucks the past couple games, this team's terrible. One dimensional. It might be the worst team that's ever in a conference tournament. Or a conference, conference championship. championship, Jesus. Right. Um, there's some danger there. Keep drinking that. Yeah. Can you, what are we drinking We're tonight, buddy? Here. I mean, look, Patty C. Without getting in too much detail, I've been sitting at a fuck. I've been out in the rain all day. We're doing Bex, by the way. Yeah. Been out in the rain, listening to blues music all day, drinking Jameson. Yeah. All right. I was actually freezing the whole fucking day. What's happening in L.A.? I don't know. Let's not go into this because we got sports to talk about. We got college football to talk about. Look at this little sissy. I want to get to this. 60 degrees out today. Uh, It was raining all over. His his skin has gotten thin. He used to be an East Coaster. Those days are long gone. He's a sissy now. Now I'm a fucking toaster. Uh, So I I, I go to college or go to (laughs) sportsgamblingpodcast.com and you will see I recently published an article. (laughs) Article. Yeah. On... uh, on strength of schedule, top 10 teams. Yes. How do you see? And what I find amazing with that article was that I, I quoted out uh, in 2018 back to back road games, seven and 48 and 55 games. Unbelievable. Seven stat. and 48 and 55 games. And that's 55 back to back opportunities. Series. No yeah, I- series, not games. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that's 55 opportunities throughout power five to win back to back games. And only seven times did they win both games. Now I dropped that little nugget. And I also dropped the nugget that none of the four national or uh, college football invitational playoffs 
teams made the cusp on them playing back to back games. Made the cut on them playing but when they've when they've played back to back games. Yes. And also you can add Georgia and Ohio State to that list last year. That did not uh play back to back games. Yeah. Oh, but they didn't make the playoff, but they were still They were right there. Conference champion or they were right there. The there door. was a little bit of a debate, a little bit. Yeah. That's true. Five, six. So you're telling me the top six teams essentially to make the playoffs. Yeah. None of them had back to back games on the road. Back to back away games. That's an unbelievable stat right there by itself. That's what I'm saying. So then I I was talking to NC Nick. NC Nick's like, I'm curious what it's like in 2007 or what the year before was. These fucking teams playing uh, eight home games. It's such bullshit. So then I went and Patty C, I did some homework after our last podcast. Yeah. And obviously I got the, the 2018 stats, but then I went down to 2017. 10 and 56 in back-to-back away games. No, it's not away games. It's it's winning. And here's where I have to point out to Colby the stat the my inner statistician here. Okay. Uh-huh. We're talking about a series uh, or the probability of winning. If you're doing a coin flip here, we're we're looking at this a little bit. If you're doing a coin flip. Equal chance that it's uh, ha- equal chance it lands on heads or tails, right? The probability of it landing on heads both times twenty five percent. Probability of it landing on tails both times twenty five percent. Probability of it landing on heads and then tails or tails then heads each twenty five percent. So the fact, the idea that you would get one of two right would be fifty percent of the time. So it's kind of like a little bell curve there, a mini mini bell curveish thing, but still twenty five percent of the time in an unbiased situation would you win both of those games? What we're looking at when you play back to back road games, what are those percentages? What's seven out of forty two? That's uh no, no, no. what do you mean? Or seven out of fifty six you said. What well, no, seven out of fifty five, first one. So they went seven and forty eight, right? Yeah. The two thousand seventeen season they were ten and fifty six, but here's what's even more interesting is that if you take away Oklahoma State from the equation, which Oklahoma State <laughs> had two segments of back-to-back away games where they yeah. won all of them. Yeah. They won four of those games on the road. So that if you take away Oklahoma state from the equation, it's eight and 54, no six and 54. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Six and 54. You're right. Yeah. Six and 54. Yeah. I mean, and my point being, if the bias was completely taken away from the situation, if the two teams were equally matched, which you know you would figure the case would be if those games were evenly dispersed, then over a two-game series, you'd expect uh, a team to win twice, twenty-five percent of the time. You know, but what we're looking at here is ten to fifteen percent of the time, which clearly shows that the back-to-back element of these games is what makes it uh, statistically significantly different, and I, it becomes. I, I, f- I find this amazing. Like I find, I honestly, I'm not talking out of my ass here is that I find this, these stats, I was not expecting them to be this bad. Yeah. When you first told me that my jaw hit the floor and then I, I, and then when I dove into the year prior, cause I was thinking maybe it was a fluke. Yeah. And I, it's basically a lower percentage confirmed. confirmed. Um, then I sit there and say, Holy shit. Like how have our journalists not covered this? How, right. how, how has, strength of schedule of people. How has the committee not looked at this and said, Holy shit. Right. I mean, that alone should like alert the committee if they're doing their fucking job, but more so 
more so of the issue is the stat that the teams that are making the fucking uh, playoff, the preseason favorites miraculously have less of these on their schedule than their no, conference. Not, not even less zero. Yeah. Zero far less. Yeah. If, if, if any, then their conference was, we, we were looking back at Vanderbilt. They played one or two of these every year, twice in the past six years, they played three back to back road games or three, three, three straight conference games on yeah, the road to road games. Ago. It's like, back of course you're going to drop one of those. And, and that's the, the part where the more you dive into it, it's like almost see the corruption. a turn off to me yeah. because you got Vanderbilt two years ago, playing three away games back to back to back. I Alabama plays I would love to two see the away last games. Like what? Once every six years. Yeah. What is this three? What? This isn't an at a conference game in sandwiched in. This is the conference gave them that schedule. I think one of the uh, two times in the last uh, six years, they may well, manage to uh, squeeze a, yeah, but not the most recent two years ago was actually three conference games in three, a row. Yeah, exactly. That's ridiculous. Alabama can't even get two. Dude, two I find this shit games. fascinating. I don't know if our audience does, but I'm telling you, I find it. Well, it's logical because these conferences are trying to, you know, put themselves in national championship contention. They want the teams that are most talented, that are most likely to be in position at the end of the year to have the schedule most favorable for them to be given a playoff berth. Whereas a conference like the PAC 12 or uh, who else? The big 10. Actually the ACC does the, the, they've gotten worse as it's progressed, but they still do. They used to be a little more. Yeah. I think yeah. SEC is the most shameless about uh, big 12 was bad last year. Two years ago, the big 12 wasn't that bad. They were better. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, clearly, I mean, it seems like some conferences are really like kind of peddling their best teams. But if you're, I mean, if you're a member of that conference, I guess if you're Vanderbilt and you're just like along for the fucking ride, then you say, okay, yeah, Go ahead and schedule us three in a row so we can fucking, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll get that boost up the SEC yeah. and our baseball team still going to be dominant. Right. And we'll take all of Alabama's money that they win for us. And we fucking like put line our pockets with it. But if you're LSU and you see Alabama getting an easier schedule than you year in, year out, and you just fucking sit there and take it, how are you not saying something? Yeah. How are you not noticing it? How are you not fucking furious? And how are you getting shut out, uh, shut out at home? Coach O that too. You know what I mean? No, I, I really find this shit fascinating, buddy. I really do. And I know we got to talk week five college football and we're running late into this thing and we could talk other things. Um, but before I got to that or get to that, because I like to talk crazy, Patty C, mm-hmm. I want to tell you a few things about the world. Okay. All right. After a long, grueling regular season, I'm battling through the playoffs. The basketball finals are finally tipping off this week. Got a long wait Thursday. Jeez. And, and I mean, come on, this playoff run's been exciting for, for you, Patty C <laughs> a little uh, bit. Yeah. I mean, look, I've been Not loving to w- watching the, the way the Warriors are played without, without uh, Durant and, and even Iguodala, which I'm an Iguodala guy. I'm, I, I even like Kevin Durant, but I'm saying like, I actually think you got to like Durant. He seems like a cool dude. Well, it's a, from our neck of the woods too. So I mean, and he's hey. just real. He's just real as fuck. But Iguodala, I've always been a fan of as well, but, uh, DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy fantasy sports, new sponsor by the way, Petty C, nice. is having its biggest online basketball contest ever. Whoa! If you've been thinking about trying DraftKings, now is the time. With single game showdown, there's two and a half million dollars in total prizes up for grabs. 
with a grand prize of $1 million. Could you use a million dollars, Pisces? No, you couldn't, right? No. I, I had an opportunity to get a million dollars earlier this week if I'd just gone to the Fairmont Hotel and fucked this 60-year-old woman, <laughs> right? But I didn't. I didn't do it, all right? I didn't do it. He it wasn't thinking about his. I was not thinking about mine. He was thinking about playing DraftKings instead. I was. I was saying, why do I need that woman when I can just go there and pick Fred why Van Fleet? do I need the Sahara Desert? Yes. When I got exactly, you know, exactly. Look, I, if Shangri-La. I go to Iowa, I want to go to the true cornfields. That's right. I don't want to see an actual cornfield. You right. know what I mean? I want to go to Ames. I want to paint my face red. I want to decapitate right. a blowjob. I, I wanted to. <laughs> I, I truly Draft want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> look, you get points for rebounds, assists, points, and more. Uh, <laughs> With your caption earning 1.5 times the points, it's that simple. Six players from one game. Just stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. All right. And with that, I say decapitated blowjobs are, you know, everyone's doing them these days. It's in. Is this our first and last ad for uh, DraftKings? <laughs> <laughs> you know what, DraftKings? Here's if you're if you're listening to this. You guys are now in on the joke. You're part of the joke. That's what I'm saying. You're you rocking with us. And and if you've dra- and and if you're really swift and a big time DraftKings player, you probably want to ride out with some of these players at Iowa State or Iowa in uh, in college football this season when it's a home game and they're playing a big time favorite. Do yourself a favor. Play yeah. a little small. Put some small action on that uh, DFS roster. Put put a quarterback for a. You know Iowa State or a wide receiver from Iowa State, you know, or Iowa tight ends, or and Iowa just produces tight tight yeah, ends tight like ends fucking like it's nothing. Their job, yeah. Right. yeah, I mean, there's money to be made there up in the cornfields. You you kind of know what's going to happen. Exactly, so. exactly, and that's why we love DraftKings. Um, you see that that's, that's an ad read, Patty. Yeah, there you go. That's how you get it done, buddy. <laughs> um, we're about to enter. Uh, week five college football where we project our predictions on what's happening with the season. But I wanted to tell you, um, Ryan Day, what's what's going on with that? Ooh, now we had given head Ohio coach Ohio State. State by the way, head coach. Yeah. If you forgot, it's not full on football season. Ryan Day, interim head coach last year. Now he's got the all the reins. Yeah, uh, in Columbus. And now carry on, buddy, with what you're going to say. Well, you know, we had given him props before uh, regarding the Tate Martell situation, giving him, you know, advance notice that, hey, Justin Fields is coming here. You need to transfer. Now, we, it, it looked from the way that uh, Martell worded it like, like Martell was doing, like Ohio State was doing him a favor. Maybe they were kicking him to the curb and they'd be like, all right, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You know, um, and so, and give us another uh, scholarship uh, slot. Cause we're not fucking playing you. So maybe Ohio state is douchebags, but, um, and then there was one other quarterback that yeah, I guess, uh, the, he transferred to, I believe TC. Oh yeah. 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 Right? No, no. The, uh, LSU quarterback, Joe Burrow. Oh yeah. You're they right, made you're an, right, a right. quarter, uh, decision early enough in the camp to allow him to transfer and win the starting job at LSU prior to the season and really give himself a chance at the pros. Ohio state really looked at that point. Like, you know, maybe they're doing their players favors. Uh, come enter JJ McCarthy or, or maybe, that, or that coach that, uh, or that doctor that was uh, recently just 
raping away. Yeah. Yeah. Some of their football players. What's do. going on with that shit? Why is that happening so much? Isn't that happening at Michigan State too? Yeah. Anyway, JJ McCarthy, I'd be, uh, team uh, doctor. What, what? That's like the last thing like you'd expect. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, JJ McCarthy, uh, lifelong Ohio State fan, from what I understand, yeah, five star in, quarterback. Or, no, he grew up in the state, right? Is he from Ohio? That, uh, that would I, make I can't sense. Remember, yeah, I can't imagine being an Ohio State fan if you're not from yeah, Ohio. But I, I thought guess it was Ohio. Happens. I thought it was right. So he apparently was a lifelong Ohio State fan. Went on his recruiting visits. Supposedly, Ryan Day promised him that, "Hey, we're not taking a nut, we're not taking any commitments from uh, quarterbacks for the class of 2021 till late in the recruiting period." Lo and behold, two weeks later, they get a commitment from the number eight pro style quarterback in the country, and which causes JJ McCarthy, who's the number two pro style quarterback in the country for the class of 2021, to two weeks later commit to Michigan. And I think it's a strong fuck start you. talking shit. Yeah. He, yeah. he went public with that. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, which I don't know if it's a, it's a pretty stupid move on his. No, part. no, no. I like it because it clearly states that Ryan day needs to start thinking about his. Well, yeah, I like, I like him putting Ryan day on blast. Yeah. You know, like you barely, we coached a few games. You ain't no swinging dick. Right. You know what I mean? Like you got to focus. That's get right. The job done. As which uh, you're not. they say in sling blade, you ain't no count. Exactly. Which brings me to week five. And the reason why I say this, Patty C, is week five college football. You truly, Patty C, need to start thinking about yours. Mm-hmm. I have these games rated top to bottom. Let me pull this shit up. I, I did this a while ago. So some things have changed. But undefeated Ohio State, which you have undefeated. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Did you have Cincinnati beating them? You did. I do have Cincinnati beating them. So you have Cincinnati. I mean, so you have Ohio State losing to Cincinnati. At as essentially what three and one at this point, yeah. At Nebraska, <sighs> who you have undefeated, and yeah. I have my boy Scott Frost pulling the big upset in Lincoln. They almost did it in Columbus last year. But let me tell you, Adrian Martinez, second year in the system, Scotty Frost, second year in the system. Nebraska is going to beat Ohio State this game. I've been calling it all year. How, how, tell the audience how good I've been in the past couple of years about calling Ohio State's losses. You have been pretty fucking money. I said Purdue. You did say I Purdue. I said Iowa. And those were both emphatic. Exactly. Em fucking fa- incredibly emphatic. Um, I'm going to go with you. I'm going to say Nebraska is his son. I think Ryan Day is probably closer to Urban Meyer than he is to Luke Fickle, but I think he is somewhere in between the two. You know, obviously he is. Coming into Lincoln, love, I don't see him going six and six, but I could see a nine and three season out of Ohio State. Yeah, I can tell you this: Lincoln, Nebraska, is going to be on fire for this. Actually, yeah. I think you have Nebraska three and one too. You have Nebraska losing to Colorado, so you have both teams three and one. Mm. I can tell you this though: this fucking town is going to be lit yeah. the fuck up for this. What well, doesn't Lincoln? What is Omaha? Typically, the biggest city in the state of yeah. uh, Nebraska, but on game day. uh, Lincoln becomes the most populous state. I think it's something like yeah. that, right? Fucking ridiculous. Okay, and then this one, I know you have both teams undefeated. You, I don't, but you have USC undefeated. Mm. You have Washington undefeated. Wow. USC travels to Seattle. The O must go, if you know what uh-huh. I'm saying. If you know what Patty C is going to dish out some dough. Boom. That's like the Adam Sandler. Sandler's just watching. Uh, I watch these cheesy movies. Does anyone else do this? 
I watched movies. Uh, I can tell you no. I've, that I've seen a bunch, dude. I just want shit that I can easily digest. I want fast mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to be challenged mentally mm-hmm. all the time. I, I get that when I when I see your game of Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> When you, when you hear me talk and you can see I'm a fucking moron. You're not you're, the mental side of you in Tecmo Bowl always weak, buddy. Four and one, four and 42 one. Nothing. Gosh, he's riding. You know, what do you guys think about that? We should and get a forty-two nothing, and you ducked me the last time we wanted. We to play. should get a poll. Hey, you there's sometimes that the football gods and the Tecmo gods just favor you. You even crashed at my place because you're like, oh, I've had too many fucking Smirnoff ice, buddy. All right, I need to hang out. I don't want to. Your time is coming. Right. Your time is coming in short yeah. order. I'm telling you, this is the summer of Tecmo, people. You bring it on. All right. All right. You guys are going to see lots of games. Now, We're gonna, who the fuck do you have in this game? I got Nebraska. I just, oh, no, no this uh, USC Washington game. Give me Washington. Uh, We're both on board here. You're copying my picks. Copying the. Okay. I said it first. <laughs> then your Wahoos. Traveling to Notre Dame. Yep. They're going to get buff. They're going to get. Bludgeoned. They're gonna get by fucked. Okay. I got the upset here. You're going Virginia. I am. You're stupid. I don't think you know about Bryce Perkins. I know about him. He's on my favorite team. In South Bend, buddy. UVA did come shockingly close in South Bend a couple years back. No, that was in uh, Charlottesville when the guy like fell over the fence. Revenge is a dish best served. At the linebacker in, which is a shithole bar outside of South Bend, that Bronco Mendenhall will have the team stop by. Yeah. There are going to be some linebackers that exactly. are probably what's uh, available at Notre Dame. Definitely yeah. true. There's also Legend Sports Bar that I've been to outside of the stadium. I, I drove by there on my uh, way out to LA. I got hammered at Legend Sports I Bar. I stopped once. at Heinz uh, Field in Pittsburgh. Been there? Can't know Ohio. Fuck it. I went there for a Jets Steelers playoff game. Nice. Canton, Ohio. That's Canton, Ohio, where the uh, what's the the Hall of Fame game is, right? Whatever the yeah. stadium is there. I yeah. stopped at fucking the big house. That's I stopped at uh, Notre Dame Stadium. I stopped at Madison. I actually went. I snuck inside Madison and went to the top level. Fuck a farm uh, I got a ticket outside the stadium, motherfuckers. I drove by whatever stadiums were in fucking Las Vegas, and then I stopped at the Rose Boyd, Bowl. Boyd Stadium. Boyd Stadium. Good, good pull. Come on, buddy. That was not the the real thing I was looking for. Uh, you're taking Notre In Dame. Vegas. You really take Notre Dame? Yeah, buddy. Notre Dame is a fucking national title contender. I got Notre Dame undefeated at this point. And look, I have Virginia uh, pulling the upset here. Well, you're stupid. Okay, Northwestern at Wisconsin. I'm going to go Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. On Wisconsin. Um, Yeah, let's go Wisconsin. I know you. I don't know. That's that's a tough game, though. That's if it like, was in Northwestern, I would say maybe. But probably. I, I I say Wisconsin uh, 20, twenty. I don't know that I fucking agree with taking Wisconsin. Northwestern sixteen. That seems right. I'm gonna Late stick with touchdown by Jonathan Taylor Thomas and Full House. <laughs> and uh, Wisconsin sticks around. Okay. All right, then you got Mississippi State at Auburn. Uh, I'm going Aub. Give me Aubie. By the way, rest in peace to their announcer. Yeah, that, he, uh, that that is a great call. Him and his his wife. His wife, damn, that sucks. Very terrible story out of Mo, or out of Auburn, Alabama, and uh, their their radio uh, announcer uh, and his wife were were killed in a car wreck. 
And actually, I think I believe Wisconsin. I, I, this is turning into a depressing podcast. Wisconsin. I think I read one of their coaches, uh, or I believe I, 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 trying to quote the story here off the top of my head, but I believe it was his wife and his son or daughter were killed in a car crash, crash this weekend too. Be careful out there. Condolences folks. to both, and uh, much love, and and obviously uh, thoughts and prayers and. Sending positive energy out to those universities and all uh, affected by this non before by this stuff, buddy. Let's yeah. get a cheers to life. Enjoy it, it while you're here, man. Good to be you alive. You never know. You never yep. know, man. I told the story on a solo podcast two episodes ago, Patty, which I know you didn't listen to. Never. Is that uh, uh, I credit my buddy Bobby Chavez mm-hmm. for uh, I went to go see a Kansas South Florida football game, not live. Oh my gosh! This is in two thousand. This off. is in about two thousand eight, though. They were both very good, actually. Okay. They're both ranked, I think. Okay. Crazy. And uh, it was like a Thursday or Friday night game. Yeah. And if memory serves me correct, it was Kansas at South Florida. But I had already walked about twenty minutes to the train station. Yeah. About to get on a train. And my buddy Bobby calls me. Yeah. And says, "Hey, let's get drunk at California Pizza Kitchen. I'm already there." And I'm like, "Dude, no." California Pizza Kitchen. I've never been drunk in a California pizza, <laughs> a California Pizza Kitchen in my entire life. Yeah. And I'm sorry for listeners. They know this story. If they, if you listened to a couple episodes ago. Yeah. Point is though, uh, Patty, uh, uh, Bobby talked me into to go in to watch the game and getting drunk because I think he said drinks on him and like he called me a pussy and I said yeah I'll yeah. show up there. Yeah. He got you. Oldest trick. That in the train book. crashed, buddy. That train that you would have been on. I would I would have been on crash and there was a few fatalities. It wasn't like thirty. Right. But it was like five or six. Yeah. And there was also like 45 like injured though. Yeah. And I always think, hey, college football and alcohol saved my saved life. Saved my life. Fuck yeah. You know, that's that, that is the college experience. You know? Like I said, man, you never know when you're gonna go. So my condolences to uh the families of these people at the And to be honest, he did have one of the great modern calls in college sports he did. history. He definitely did with that Chris Davis yes. t- a run back. That's right. I remember where I was watching it. That's right. I had a bad game the day uh, before that. I want to say Mickey. uh, Bad game of what? I think I had a a big bet. (laughs) I think I had an entire uh, 12 like hot wings on the line against Mickey. 12 like flaming hot uh, flatliner wings at the Buffalo wing factory. Um, That'll ruin your. For the Ohio State Michigan game. And uh, Ohio State. Is this the, 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 the first down marker? No. Ohio State whooped their ass. No, yeah, that was a close game. I think uh I think it was it was the one where uh who's their quarterback that wore number ninety eight? Uh the brother. Um I forget his name. Anyway, he got injured right at the end and then he threw a pick or something. Um for Michigan. He wore like Tom Harmon's number, the the legends Uh, number. Anyway, um they lost to the buzzer. Mickey had a good laugh at me and then you know, we went home. I was depressed, but then we saw Alabama lose and get kicked out of the fucking playoff or the invitational or the, I guess the yeah, invitation was the correct term at that point. So that well, was, that was an away game too. Fucking lost, right. Amazing. No, that was in, no, that yeah, that was a Jordan Harry. Ah, yeah. That was an away it's game. Funny how things happen when you go on the road. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Washington state at Utah. Uh, our boy, ooh. our boy, Michael one leech. Traveling to Salt Lake City, which is one of the hardest places yeah. to play. But I'll have you know this. Have you know this, Patty C. Kai Whittingham is a great coach. Some people are talking Utah to the college football playoffs. Sure. 
seeing this hype uh, hype train start rolling. Mike Leach happens to have old Kyle Whittingham's number. Is that right? If you do a little bit of research, a little dive in here, a little Luganus action. Uh, I think something like I think five and one or something or five something, and one. something like that. Something like that. I I thought I I'm just spitting out bullshit right sure. now. But I remember the number being very good. Well, again, this is where Colby starts to convince me that, you know, maybe my first take on this game needs a little second thought. I will say Salt Lake City is Salt Lake City. That place gets loud. You got altitude. It's not that Washington State is going to be uh, unfamiliar with harsh conditions. They played in a lot of snow. They play in some cold. They probably plowed a few harsh women. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Leather and lace up in uh, Washington's. Oh, come on, mud. Leather and leather. Tails hit okay. the table. Um, let's go with. Uh, yeah, that was a uh, Don Henley and Stevie Nicks quote. Oh. Um, let's go with. Uh, I'm gonna go Utah. Sorry. I'm gonna go Utah as well. I'm gonna buy yeah. into this hype. Uh, my, my, don't judge me, Mike. <laughs> yeah, we still uh, love you, Mike. Kentucky, the Wildcats behind the wheel at <laughs> South Carolina. I think Muschamp is gonna be done after this year. Toast. But I do think South Carolina is going to grab a win here. This is going to be a good game. I'm going to go Wildcats. Oh, go go in with that Wildcat behind the wheel. That's right. The whim of a madman. Speaking of that, I like it. I just watched Hoosiers yesterday and played an equally great crazy guy in that, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper is a true G. He's a great great actor. True G. Rest in peace. Mm hmm. Great. Great Venice Beach legend, by the way. Is that right? He is originally from. I mean, that is exactly where I'd expect him to be from. Yeah, yeah. that's a legend. Died in Venice, I believe. Oh man, great fucking guy. Okay, next up we get to. Well, I'm going to touch on this a little bit later. Yeah. So we don't dive in on that because that's a, a part of another segment we we close with. Okay. Minnesota at Purdue. Uh Jeff Brom is going to whoop the shit out of the Golden. Go first. I would say it's going to be a win and a convincing one, but maybe not an ass whipping, but 14 points. Give me 34 20 Purdue on that one. What? 34 17. Okay, then you got this has been traditionally kind of a thorn in Alabama's side. It has been. Over the past decade, they did go into Tuscaloosa and grab a victory. They went on the road and said, yeah. That was one of the luckiest fucking wins I've ever seen. Well, they it were was up, awesome. But they were also up by like 30 points at one point. Yeah, that's true. And dude, at the end of that on. game, dude, that, that, the ricochet like yeah. that should have been picked. Yeah. Well, I will Treadwell, say. Right? Laquan Treadwell. I think that, so, yeah. yeah. When Alabama, that was the greatest like uh, roll tide like uh, cheer I've ever heard. It's like really like, you know how when Florida state would have the, Oh, yeah. back in the day, you'd be like, Holy fuck. There's no stopping them. Right. When Alabama was coming back and the t- crowd was chanting roll tie. And every time it was like, who's the Derek Henry for like eight yards, roll yeah. tie, bang, 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 bang. Touchdown. I was like, Holy fuck. They're going to come back, yeah. but too little, too late. But yeah, Chad Kelly, who would have known Chad Kelly, by the way, Sterl. Talk about the biggest dipshit on the planet. Yeah. That guy's a fucking loser. Dude. The Colts <laughs> just signed him too. Typical SEC quarterback. I guarantee you he never went to class. Yeah. Um he's as he's as white trash as it comes. We're both on Bama here. I don't even want to ask you because you're a filthy person. Yeah. All right, but I will ask you about this one. This one's interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. The Blue Devils 
Duke at Virginia Tech. I think this could be a game. Uh, do, yeah, it's gonna be a damn good game. Isn't that how? Fun, isn't that sad? sad how the mighty things? have fallen. If you had said this even ten years ago, yeah, this would have been made made a Virginia Tech fan puke. <laughs> I but will, you might almost fit. The fact Duke it's in, this game. in lane, I'm gonna go VT. Yeah, yeah, I got to too. But if, it was, a if it was in Durham, I think I might take Duke. Yeah, yeah. Man, I got the fucking hiccups now. I can drink oh, this. Jesus, cherry coke and rum. Have... What the fuck? Well, Pay attention when you buy your sodas. I, I, he was with Patty. He was with me, and I thought I was buying coke. And I ended I'm up also drinking Bex and cherry soda. Bex is delicious. I don't know what the fuck is going Look, on here. All right, you're a big fan of Bex, the band. <laughs> yes. Uh, what did Beck even ever sing? Let's see. I'm a loser, baby. You are a fucking loser. Well, yeah, that's why that's Arizona awesome. state at Cal, the sun devils at the golden, very golden bears. Mm. I am going to call for Justin Wilcox to get it done. Ooh, sleeping on your boy. Hermity Herm, Herm. Hermity Herm. Once again, gosh, I have a tough time. This is going to be a good game. Give me Arizona State on the Ooh. road. Ooh. Oh, I don't know about it. I don't know about that. I haven't learned about my road specials yet, huh? Well, like you say, it might be more influenced. I'd have to see if they had played a road game the no, week they prior. Didn't. They had Colorado, but you had Arizona State beating Colorado and Tempe. Well, they're rolling, and I think they can go up and get it done on a one game basis. All right. Now, this one potential upset. Fun Nittany, game. Nittany Lions, uh, their new supposed rival that college football tried to ram down our fucking throat. Penn State at Maryland. I don't consider this a rivalry. Not at all. I'm yeah. going to say this: the record in this series is like three and forty in favor of Penn State all time. Um, at Maryland, we got our boy uh, uh, Loxley. In college, I Park. don't trust Loxley. I'm all over Penn State. <sighs> I want to see who Penn State's quarterback is. I'm all over Penn State. It I is Penn Mike Loxley is pretty much he's won as much games as friggin' me. All yeah, right, more or less. I think I could take. I could probably have a better. Put me at a, a Mountain West school. I think I could win more than three games. Yeah, the fuck it was three games in three years. Three and thirty-one. Yeah, geez, so put fun. me at UNLV right now. I will scumbag it up so fast. <laughs> By the time they catch me, that's right. Be out the door. Boom. Give me your best. Uh, I'll be employed at Louisville. Not, not uh, right. your best Calipari. Um, yeah, give me Penn State. Just not yet. Although I don't think it's necessarily going to be a blowout. So right now, is, it, is Maryland bringing back their quarterback? We only got two games different right now. Yeah, they have like thirty quarterbacks coming back because every year <laughs> they injure all of Maryland's ten ACLs. Ten, yeah, what the fuck is <laughs> happening there? It's a uh, Bird Stadium. NC State. I played in Bird Stadium, Virginia versus Maryland All Star Game. They yeah. kicked our ass. Did you? But you know what it was? You could pick a little. It was I essentially see. the uh, Northern Virginia versus all of Maryland All Star Game. Uh, we had a couple guys down from Deep Creek where D'Angelo Hall went down in Southern Virginia love come Deep up. Creek Lake. Well, that's a different Deep Creek, but. Uh, they were thugs, but uh, and we didn't even have our state champion Centerville, who produced several uh, Division One athletes. Will Montgomery started for the Redskins. Kenneth Tynes had a scholarship to Virginia. Nick Smith, who was All State first team quarterback, uh, but started raping chicks down at Wake Forest. Um, never good. Blake, never good to rape chicks. Never, never good. Yeah. Blake Warren, uh, Donnie Warren, son of the Redskins uh, lore, had uh, several sons that played where, for where, where, our Virginia Donnie Tech. Warren, the legendary Don Warren from. 
Where'd you go to school? The Aztecs, our gals. I did not realize that he is a member of our gals alma mater. Either way, Bird Stadium, kind of a cool place. That was the first thing I recognized. This was back before field turf really popped up all over the place on high school. We had the old dirt road running down in the middle of our high school field. Went on to Bird Stadium's field, and it was like a fucking golf course over there. It's like, man, these college kids play beautiful, nice. It's a country club. Yep. NC State at Florida State. Patty C, why should I believe in Willie Taggart to get this done? You shouldn't. You should bet on NC State. (laughs) (laughs) I think I will. I'm taking NC State to win this game. I think I'll go right along with you. And I think uh, we might have Willie Taggart fired by this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, It depends on the buyout. Wake Forest at Boston College. Dave Clawson, this is a great matchup. This is. This is actually. This was a good game last year. This is a fifty-one to forty-nine. Yeah, this was and a I'm shootout gonna, last year. I, this is not much of a home field advantage. It's not that yeah. cold at yeah. the time. It shouldn't be that cold. Uh, week five, still uh, September or what? First week of October. That's how little of a home field advantage Wake Forest has. Is I actually thought this game was at Boston College last year when they were playing. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out they're playing at Boston College this year. In which case, yes, I, I have to agree with you. Got to favor Boston College, right? I think you got to favor Boston College here, but this is where Dave Clawson steals one. Yeah, you're right. It could. could I got Wake g- grabbing the win here. You got Wake getting Wake, it. Gonna grab it. I, I tr- trust Clawson. Here's the thing I've learned about Boston College over over, the, especially under the uh, the head coach they currently have, which is uh, what's his name? Jagadzins uh, or no? They don't have still have. No, 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 no. Guy from Temple. Drawing a blank on his name right now. You know you're you you've been a proponent of them keeping him. Let me see here. Bald guy. God dang. I can't. Oh, Adazio. Yeah, Adazio. Steve Adazio. Yeah. Who is a good coach, by the way. I yeah, will back I you up. I fucking like him. But you know why? I, I, I don't like many Urban Meyer fucking disciples. But, but you know I do why like I don't Adazio. like him. Why is that? So I like him enough that I think he still deserves his job. Yeah. However, he always always has awful kickers. Always, always some like high school level. Dude, one year they lost like three games because this guy couldn't make an extra point. What was the year they had like the five eight like high school linebacker like playing quarterback for them? And it was like, dude, yeah, you're a college football coach in the ACC. Sometimes, like at times, I mean, I still think he's a good football coach. Yeah, but I'm gonna call Wake to get it done on the Boston College missed field goal. Mm. All right, we'll see. We shall see. You watched Hoosiers earlier today, Patty C. Now the Hoosiers come to Lansing, Michigan, take on the Spartans. Mm-hmm. I'm on, uh, I'm on Michigan State here. Yeah, I mean, again, I think Indiana, for a team that manages to keep games close pretty often, they lose them all the time. That's a team that needs to figure out. They need to start thinking about yeah, this. They do need to How to win at the end of fucking games. Dude, that Michigan, I will say this though. Of all the times that like, you they, know, they were jobbed. The NBA like, you know, fixes their product. When Harbaugh was trying to come up and save Michigan, they kind of jobbed Indiana in that game. I remember they I took remember, the bigger yeah. brand in that game. I, I went to overtime. I and I wanted yeah. Michigan to win, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I did go to overtime. Who's their quarterback? Lego or no, no uh, uh, Indiana. Yeah, they had. I a remember few he wore number twenty one, which I thought was was it Ramsey? No, it was like he said the same last name as uh, 
Munchilego um, at Cincinnati. They had a couple quarterbacks that I was really kind of high on for underrated at that time. I'm drawing a blank, but Arkansas versus Texas A&M in uh, Arlington, Jerry's world, Jerry's world. I mean, A&M is going to roll in this one. I think Arkansas is awful. Yeah. And I'm all the way easy peasy. Let's get it rolling here. Okay. Iowa state Baylor, Iowa state. That one's interesting though. Matt rules. Got things better. By the way, you saw Art Bryles hired at the high school level. Yes. Clemson. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. (laughs) Okay. And hide your husbands. Uh, Clemson in North Carolina. I saw someone mention this as 10 upsets that could happen this year. And I laughed. Yes. Because Clemson is going to win by 30. Not yet. Texas tech. The red Raiders and Matt Wells in Norman. No way. Yeah. You don't win in Norman when you're Texas tech, unless you got Michael one leech. That's right. Uh, UCLA, Arizona. Let's get interesting here. A couple second year coaches trying to get it on, mm. you know, running oh, similar Kelly little spread offense. Someone. Both with quarterbacks that have been, I think, kind of flying under the radar. This is a tough game. I'm going to give it to Arizona. I am going to give it to Arizona as well. I think you have UCLA winless right now, buddy. <laughs> well, they okay. better prove it to me. Next, we have the Jeff Collins battle. <laughs> Georgia Tech at Temple. Jeff Collins, head coach of Georgia Tech, hasn't coached a game yet, but it's year one for him. He yeah. came over from Temple. Now Temple went out and hired Rod. Well, first they hired Manny Diaz. And I think this is going to be a blessing in disguise because I think Manny Diaz is going to be a little failure in old Ooh, Miami. Wow. Unless he starts That shooting. remains to be seen. But they got Rod Carey from Northern Illinois. If he gets the, good coordinators, Manny Diaz can succeed. Yeah. And if I get His a job from a 59-year-old woman, it's going to be Diane Lane and not some hag from the bar up the street. All right. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but Diane, seriously, uh, Georgia tech at temple. I guess it's late enough in this season where Georgia tech shouldn't be completely behind. Gosh, I'm going to have to see what Georgia tech does here. This temple is temple one at Maryland last year. Mm-hmm. Georgia Tech lost at South Florida last year. They have a new year. coach, and so does Temple. Uh, on talent alone, give me Georgia Tech on the road. Patty sees on GT. I am on the Owls. American represent. Navy at Memphis. Uh-oh. Speaking of American, a heater of a, of a, a divisional matchup here. Memphis is going to whip their ass. Check your history. Because triple option against given teams. Memphis's fits. Last year, Memphis lost to Navy. Wow. Navy had a down year last year. And that's why I will ride the midshipman. In Memphis. No, I won't. I will ride Memphis. <laughs> it's going to be a... I, this is a 55-51 Memphis <laughs> win. I put men because Memphis. we like men. <laughs> um, Stanford at Oregon State. Now, let me ask you... Let me tell you this, buddy. Yeah. Last time these two teams played in Corvallis, Stanford or uh, Oregon State's coach had resigned and mm-hmm. they had gone to an interim head coach. It was late in the year. If my memory serves me correct, it was November. Mm-hmm. Oregon State had the win pulled off. They were running out the clock. They were winless on the year. Yeah, and they fumbled on a running play. There were like two more or three more snaps away. Stanford has like. A history of just bullshit victories. And they were at like their own 30. Yeah. 
So essentially what happened was what had happened was Oregon state fumbles the ball. Yeah. Stanford ends up getting points, getting the dub yeah. point is, is here that I think this is a dangerous, dangerous well, Corvallis game. always is. Isn't yes. It? Yeah. Uh, Stanford. You're on Stanford. Yeah. I am on the beavers to Man, pull the upset. You're fucking just the season happens. Patty. See, it does happen. You, you lectured me about upsets Iowa. happen. What did Iowa beat Ohio state by mm, 31? And you were laughing at the beginning of the year. I remember probably that. should have been worse than that. You were laughing at me beginning of the year saying they're not going to lose at Iowa, Colby. Mm, you're right. You got to stick to your predictions. Kansas state, Oklahoma state. I am all over the Cowboys and Mike Gundy. I'm not sold on this climbing higher yet. All right. You're going to take O state too. Cause I know you're a gutless wonder. Mm. All right. Now SMU at South Florida, Patty C any chance you're, Mm. Mustangs get the dub. Mustang Sally's. No. Give me Charlie. All right. Kansas at TCU. Interesting. I'm going TCU. Not that interesting. Mm, yeah. All right. Houston. Although at- this could be a little closer because uh, they took a step back last year. TCU and Kansas. Who knows? Who knows what old Les has for I'm excited us in to watch. store for year one. Now, this is an interesting matchup because this is the leech battle. Dana Holgerson at Houston got his, got his opportunities under Mike Leach. Yeah. And you got Seth Latrell at North Texas got his opportunities under Mike Leach. One of the better stories in college football. I felt like the past, uh, you know, a couple of years was that uh, ESPN did an article on Mike Leach when he was an offensive coordinator at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought perhaps the other team was trying to cheat the, the, the year prior that they played him. So he had someone, and uh, designed a fake playbook oh, and he had Seth Luttrell at the time accidentally drop it. It is funny how small the community is. And it, cause Seth Luttrell was at, at Oklahoma at the time. Yeah. Accidentally dropped the playbook. So the other team picked up the playbook and then Mike Leach offense. So the other team apparently through interviews of the other coaches, they scrapped their plans and followed <laughs> this playbook. Right. And Mike their Leach own play, is playing chess while they're playing checkers because right. Mike Leach then Throws all over this fucking team <laughs> and one of the better college football stories. I That's think amazing. by halftime they scrapped the plan because they're like, this guy's throwing for like 300 yards at halftime. All right. And that's, that's how character you do it. counts folks. Character counts. So who do you got in the leech bowl? Cheaters never prosper. It's a uh, dangerous game. I'm going to tell you that it's a dangerous game for the Cougars because, uh, Holgerson is still pretty new here and North Texas is pretty well established. You would expect that Texas went into Fayetteville, Arkansas and whooped that ass by like 40 points last year. Like yeah, it's a very dangerous game. I got to give it to Houston too, but I'm on Houston. Yep. It's all my coward terrorist pussy. Any chance Northern Illinois comes into Nashville, pulls off the upset in Nashville. Sure. This is a type of game where we could sit there and say they got this done. I have to say Vandy. I think Derek Mason's doing a good enough job. Marcus Childress still quarterback at Northern Illinois had a good year last year, buddy. I'm fucking I'm starting to get tipsy. This little beer, uh, whi- uh, whiskey combination. You put me on here. I'm on Vandy too. You're on Vandy. Let's get done with this shit. Hawaii at Nevada. Good game, by the way. Fun one. I'm going to say Hawaii gets it done. I'm an, I'm a Rolovich guy. Yeah. You're on Hawaii. Uh, yeah. I think at this point I went to Reno. It's always tough when they you live in Hawaii. Proved it to me last um, year. 
BYU at Toledo. Can you Ooh, say trap? Ooh, little. I am gonna ride the Rockets. I'm gonna say BYU gets this done. You just hate the Rockets, buddy. I love the Rockets. All right, Rockets. Colby, let's uh, you listeners, you tell us. Toledo are, Rockets. They, wait, they already did. They already did. They agreed with you. Not damn me. Skippy. They're a fucking cool team. They, no, they're still terrible. Bunch of Houston Rockets fans out there with James Harden beard, <laughs> filthy fucking beard. Get that out of here. Cincinnati at Marshall. That's a trap game. That is a trap game, Patty C. It is because Cincinnati's the type of team that would allow I that. Marshall to win. I'm gonna go Marshall. You're a fucking idiot. Marshall on the upset. Cincinnati's gonna win this game. You got them beating Ohio State. You got them going 12 and 0. Buffalo at Miami, Ohio. I'm on Buffalo. Me too. But Yukon at Central Florida. Patty sees a big Yukon supporter last year. Does he repeat <laughs> his? I'm gonna skip on them this year a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Colorado, Colorado State at Utah State. Utah State. All day or day. Central Michigan at Western Michigan. Good game, but I don't think uh well. What did Western Michigan do last year? They were bowl eligible. Give me, give me the Bronx. It's a fine-tuned machine. Sorry, Chippies. I am on them as well. Middle Tennessee at Iowa. Any chance of the upset? Ten mm, percent chance. Give me, give me uh, the Hawks. Oh man, East Carolina at Old Dominion. ECU mm. will get it done. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, probably ACU. Oh, you gutless wonder. Pretty close game, though. I don't know. I mean, it could easily be Old Dominion. Coastal Carolina at App State. We're on App State. Let's not even joke around there. Yeah. Okay. Are we really doing the rest of these, or what the fuck? No, we got to get to the FCS, though. Damn it. Let's skip we on still down. still got like six games. Arkansas State at Troy. I'm gonna say Arkansas State gets the win. You? Fuck that. I'm going Troy. All right. UAB at Western Kentucky. I'm on UAB. Me too. Take a USB. (laughs) 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 New Mexico at Liberty. Triple Mm. option against your boy Hugh Freeze. The long trip. Give me Lib. I'm on Lib as well. Louisiana Lafayette, Georgia Southern. I'm on Georgia Southern. You're on Georgia Southern. I know yeah. you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UNLV at Wyoming. Hmm. This is an interesting game. Yeah, we'll go Wyoming as well. If it was in Vegas, I would take UNLV. And Delaware at Pittsburgh. Sure, give me Pitt. I think that's a that's a dangerous. Is Delaware FC. back up? As yeah, they're back up. Man. They're good. Fresno State at New Mexico. We're uh, or New Mexico State. That is. We're both on Fresno State there. Akron at UMass. Akon. Akron at How did how did Akon have a career? <laughs> how many auto How did Drake have a fucking career? That's true. How does he have a career still? San Jose State at Air Force. We're both on Air Force. Are we done? I feel like we're pretty much getting to the FAU over Charlotte. <laughs> FAU. Louisiana Tech at Rice. I think we're both on Louisiana Tech, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that pretty much does it. That does it for week five, Petty C. Buddy, who is uh who are the uh undefeated teams? Undefeated that? teams. You have Oklahoma undefeated. Yeah. You have Washington undefeated. Okay. 
You have Notre Dame on undefe- mm-hmm. No, you don't. You have Notre Dame that lost to Georgia. Yeah. So you have uh, Wisconsin undefeated. Wow. You have Auburn undefeated. Mm-hmm. You have Utah undefeated. Mm-hmm. No, you don't actually. You have USC beating Utah at in the Coliseum. You have Alabama undefeated, which I just don't understand. Um, <laughs> they're not going to be able to beat Duke and 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 New Mexico State back to back twice <laughs> in the same season. Right. Um, Murders row. I think you have Penn State undefeated. Mm. I think you also have. Do you have BC undefeated right now? We're going to have to whittle this down a little bit over the next few weeks. Yeah, we'll polish this thing up. This is the college experience, guys. You can find us on iTunes if you type in Sports Gambling Podcast Network in the search engine or just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I release tons of college football content, but you can also just go over there and there's an iTunes button you can press and leave us a positive review. We want positive reviews, guys. We do a lot of this from the goodness of our heart. We started this a long time ago for free. We weren't money-driven like that woman wanted me to be at that bar. All right. If Colby was smart, like he would, there be. was no ice in, in the arena. And <laughs> Colby should have put the, his hand I'll, I'll put it like in this. the pie. If I had put my hand in, in her inner pie, mm-hmm. then I probably wouldn't be doing the college experience podcast anymore. All right. Because they'd be so rich that little peasants like you, either wouldn't that even matter to or me. the college experience would be the greatest show ever. Cause, uh, Cause I'd have none of us would work midgets on every day and That's strippers right. and everything. It'd be wild. Can I still say strippers or midgets? I don't know what's going on. Um, Patty C. <laughs> uh, uh, you can find the Sports Gaming Podcast Network on Twitter. Did we do you better start thinking about it? SGP yours? Network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Now for the You Better Start Thinking About Your segment, Patty C. You better start thinking about yours. All right. Well, I go back to the well on this one, and it is pro basketball, right? What what do they call that 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 league? The National Basketball Association. <laughs> well, I mean, you yeah, the pro basketball, yeah. not the big three, right? Not the big three. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough distinction there. Um, <laughs> I I think the NBA needs needs to start thinking about theirs theirs in terms of making their product entirely predictable and uh, allowing me to predict it, not based on talent but on marketability of a storyline who would be in the finals from essentially the very beginning of the playoffs. Now, obviously the two teams are both a one and a two seed. So obviously they are talented, but, and team makeup has something. They may even be the best two teams. Maybe I'm uh, an idiot, but I think the Celtics blew up. They imploded. They had this thing. I was going to be right again. Sure. I think the, uh, the more compelling storyline by a mile was Toronto. It's something new. People are a little sick of Boston, especially if they're not going to win the whole thing. Hold off on the whole Boston story until they get Anthony Davis, and all of a sudden, then we'll allow them to win. This year, we want some new blood to go against the Warriors, yada, 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 instead of the, for the fifth year in a row having Cleveland. Let's change it up. We need the new blood NBA. Oh, here's Toronto, a team that's been trying to do it forever. Look, NBA, your product is fucking predictable. I get that, like some people, your 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 fan, your 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 numbers are growing because all of China watches you, right? right? Your your market share really appreciates what you're doing. But anyone who's actually watching the fucking game knows what you're doing. Game five, when all the calls went fucking Toronto's way, yeah. After uh, 
And you were you, you're speaking from a guy that actually had Toronto too. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I sat there and I saw uh, Milwaukee at the advantage, and then all of a sudden, bang, Toronto like just yeah. flips the script on a late wait late in the third. Yeah, it's a very like, questionable cause. It's like that shit doesn't happen usually unless there's a little assistance and. It's obvious that they didn't want this thing to go seven. Getting game five in Milwaukee done. Yeah, win number Drake six and all this wild shit. You know, and it, look, Toronto of- may even win one or two games in this fucking. State. I think it's going to go six. I think they're going to close out this little dynasty in Golden State in Oakland in game six. And um, fuck you, NBA, for making your product predictable and boring. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I got him in five. Um, you better start thinking about yours for me, Patty C. I got PJ Fleck. Yeah. Head coach of Minnesota, mm. who recently was quoted as saying, You commit to me, you can't go see another place. Well, PJ Fleck, you Mr. Row the Boat, I want you to row the boat straight off the Niagara Falls, you filthy piece of shit, because you are the same coach that agreed to a six year extension at Western Michigan in December of 2014. And on January of 2017, you left Western Michigan. You might even get- say he jumped ship. <laughs> he <laughs> jumped boat. Jumped boat. <laughs> over to old, of all places, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yeah. Where he's rowing the boat to some playoff games in the, in the friggin' in the rice aroni bowl or the fucking cheese it bowl or whatever yeah. it is. Hey, you're a fucking piece yeah. of shit. Just like Nick Saban. Yeah. I will call you guys out on this. You gave your commitment, yeah. right? And then a better opportunity came along. And lo and behold, you didn't think twice and you snatched it up. And yet these players that aren't making millions of dollars, yeah. whose entire livelihood and probably their families too, depends on their ability to some extent to do what they can, especially those that are, you know, have NFL potential. Like, you're going to fucking sit there and look these kids in the eyes and tell them, yeah, just fuck you, PJ Fleck. <laughs> and I'll, I'll throw in Mike Bray there too. He recently said some statement on like transfers. You got to fix something that's ruining college basketball. No kids have an opportunity. If they're not playing for one coach, they can go, you know, sometimes certain systems don't fit certain players. Yeah. They should not be locked into sometimes their deal. They commit to a fucking coach that sold them and like told them their whole fucking college experience is going to be this. And then that coach leaves yeah. one year later, i.e. PJ Fleck. You know, how many kids did you fuck over that you recruited? And a that, bunch, yeah. a bunch that could probably, if you put a microphone in their face, they'd probably talk Mike Bray though. Same thing. A lot of bullshit. Got into it with, uh, got into it with our own NBA writer, Zach, uh, over at the sports gaming podcast. He's great at, at picking NBA games. By the way, you should follow him. Great guy. However, you know, cause he was saying it hurts college basketball. Cause Michigan, We'll never have the depth to have same players for three years in a row. And I said, no, that's what's great about college basketball is this rule is fantastic. I love the grad transfer route because it can instantly make something like Texas tech where everyone thought they were going to be shit this year because they, they, but they also did a hell of a coaching job. They did more than just bringing in grad transfers, but it strengthens the team. And then I also love the flexibility of the player. If you're a, Grad, if you're a grad transfer and you're playing at right. Drake, it benefits the press. That should be the only thing that matters at all. Yeah, you know, this is a game where these dudes are getting really paid in the form of a scholarship. You know, 
they're not going to be able to take this shit and go pro, most of them. Yeah. You know? And so you shouldn't make it about them. It and if they've be already the, put in the work, they've graduated, give them the fucking opportunity to go wherever they wanted to go. If they want to go play for the Anchorage Eskimos, all right? Yeah. Then let them do it. Yeah. All right? Jesus. Are there restrictions on where they can go as a graduate transfer? I don't know these questions. What am I? What am I over here? Nose for fucking dollars. Okay, some type of suit? Hey, I'll okay. tell you this, Patty C. Before we leave, I called that the Houston Drillers. I was joking around saying they should call the Houston XFL franchise the Drillers. And it turns out that's in nomination for one of their names. Houston Drillers. Amazing. Tell me you're not all on board. Amazing. Houston Drillers. It's almost so good that I know our society will not pick that. Right. Not only does it have obvious uh, nostalgic connotations with the Oilers, there's the opportunity to go with the Love You Blue uh, down in Houston, and then there's the uh, sexual uh, overtones <laughs> that like can't be ignored that really go along with what the XFL has always been about. And Houston, Houston's known for good strip clubs. There, yes, it is. You pa- know, Paul Wall. Yeah, been known to. Make it rain a little. I'm sure, here. he's drilled a few strip. Hello, <laughs> yeah, they're the real drillers. Hello. <laughs> this is the college experience, guys. Uh, we'd appreciate a, a good review on iTunes, and uh, we will be back shortly with Week Six college football. And we want to tell you this: this is the college experience. You better start thinking about you.